And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I think you're going to find in the editing of this episode that this is going to be the best audio quality I've ever given. Why do you say that, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews, also known as Durango Canyon? Because as you see, I'm sitting very comfortably, and that will remain the case so long as I don't move. What's going on, DC? Uh, well, friends, welcome to the show. Uh, I'd love to tell you that I injured myself during a weekend of just <laughs> the most passionate lovemaking that ever existed. <laughs> okay, one second here. Because yesterday, um, you know, we had a delay of pod, full disclosure. We're recording on Thursday, not Wednesday, like usual. And I think I, more or less the text that I, I received from you said, I am experiencing middle-aged yeah. pain. And I read that and I said to myself, huh, that could mean a lot of things. I wonder what that means to DC. To me, to me, it probably would be something butt related. Ah. However, however, I said, for most people, it's probably back related, right? That's what middle-aged pain is. But I said, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to speculate, as I just did. Uh, am I in the ballpark? Are we talking butts or backs or we something talking, else? We are talking, I believe, um, exactly halfway in between. What the hell? I suppose, I suppose it's not technically in between. Um, so, yes. So we have, and I've mentioned it before, this love sack chair, this big oh, yeah. uh, egg, crate, egg foam sort of chair. It resides in in the podcasting studio or my man cave, uh, and it is a lovely place at the end of a hard day um, to sit. And my wife had it in the living room for years, and she sat in it, and she would say, like, my back hurts every night after sitting in this chair. And I was like, okay, well, then maybe you shouldn't sit in it anymore. And we eventually get a new couch, and we're very happy with that. But now I'm the idiot. Who goes and sits in this thing and it doesn't hurt my back. It one of two things happens. I either seemingly injure like one side along the ribs. So like turning is painful. Um, or the worst one, which is what happened to me this week, all of the muscles between like the navel and the beginning of the unmentionable area oh. are just racked with pain so like sitting not comfortable uh i can stand and be okay i did consider yesterday trying to construct enough of a tower so that i could stand and record um laying completely prone on my back is fine but laying on my side hurts i tend to curl up when i sleep that's out of the question yeah. so i I came home yesterday and I was, I was like, we had a conversation. My wife was like, you know, is this doctor pain or is this like pain med and treatment pain? And I was like, honestly, I don't know. I might need to go to a doctor for this, but you were very flexible and kind and, and 
we agreed to podcast today. I laid down. I took pain meds. I had alternated between like a heated rice pack and ice packs all along that area, which is an interesting sensation to say the least. Um, And, you know, so today I'm better, but it's still, you know, very like, so I got myself all set up here. I'm sitting as far back in the chair as possible. I'm leaning back a bit. I got my legs propped up a little. So I tend to, I know it happens. I tend to move around a lot. The chair squeaks. I'm typing this. I'm doing that. There is a lot of ambient noise when I podcast. And I recognize that today I'm finally doing something about it because if I stay like this, I'm good to go. But if I move at all, there will be screaming, crying, shrieking. Okay. Just keep on going. (laughs) So that's been this week. You know, uh, my birthday's on Monday, which means your birthday's on Thursday, a week from today. Uh, We're going to be 39. And I'm like, I don't remember having this. I had a big chair like this in college. It was probably in our dorm room at least one or two years. I sat slash slept in that thing many a time. Never hurt myself once. I I don't know if you know this, DC, but... You're not 20 anymore. And that is the frustrating part, isn't it? Because I have literally gone to bed feeling fine. No problems. And I'm not talking about like, oh, I slept on my neck funny and I woke up and I've got a crick in my neck. That happens to everyone. Even when you're 20, that happens to you from time to time. I'm talking about I felt 100% fine. I went to bed. I went to sleep. And when I woke up, my back just wouldn't yeah. move you know you know what i mean like what what no rhyme or reason to it uh getting old sucks i don't recommend it so uh yeah all you besties out there <clears throat> we have cheers. some young ones i know we have ones who are older than us and glenn's probably telling us to get off his lawn and shut up but <clears throat> but yeah it's it's you know i i have luckily as of this point um i don't even know if that's what i don't care uh, you know, my back is mostly okay. Most of the time, my knees are way better now than they were in my twenties. Uh, as we've told, well, that doesn't, surprise as we've me. told <laughs> many times the story of injuring myself. I don't go line dancing anymore. I'm much in much better shape than I was. I feel like that was just the universe telling you that you, nobody really should go line, dancing. Uh, especially not to cotton eye Joe. Because uh, again, as I've said, second time I've injured myself in the exact same way to that song. Uh, it's a good it's song, a f- though. Great song. Uh, but yeah, you know, there are certain things that I think I'm healthier now than I was in college. But that you know, it. There was a moment in the middle of the night last night. I've slept like crap the past two nights. Uh, where like I moved in some way, and then like I felt like the muscles just sort of relax a bit. And I was just like, Oh, oh." it it was a very, (laughs) it was a very pleasant sensation. I will say. And, 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 you know, you get that, you get to that point where you're like, you're trying to make the pain happen because you're so used to it. So you're like, no, it should. Okay. I guess. And then I fall back to sleep again as I'm watching a Ryan George playlist on YouTube, just go over and over again. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm glad that you um, 
are able to to maintain such a sunny disposition. I I, I was in, I was of... in a bad place yesterday. People in the bestie chat saw it. I, you know, I the Pope of positivity was not having a positive moment, but I'm all right today. I'm back at it. Uh, what about you? What's new in the life of Doc Manson? How's the textbook? Have you made your millions yet? You know, what new projects have you agreed to do, taking up even more of your precious free time? You look you Nothing. look fantastic in the black t-shirt. Thanks. That's the key to the black t-shirt is not showing off all the, you know, squishy bits. You look great. Just saying. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, still working on the textbook, working on the last topic. I'm hoping to finish that up tomorrow. And then I got to go back to the beginning and actually go through and find all the little things that I kind of skipped over the first time. I got, you know, basically a week and a half left before my due date. Um, it's not going to be perfect. I'm not aiming for perfect. I'm aiming for a demo for the summer, really. Summer is going to be a small class, you know, less than 20 students probably. So we'll view that as a demo. We'll get through it. We'll see what works. We'll find out what doesn't. We'll find the things that need to be edited, revised, etc. And I will have time after the summer session uh, to get in shape for the fall. So, uh, you know, things are moving along. End is in sight. I'm feeling good about where I am in that regard. Haven't agreed to any other new projects recently. I am in talks to uh, expand my teaching at my second job from fall to also the spring. So I might start doing that year round. Um, and as long as they let me, I'm gonna because sooner or later, I'm going to have a boss at my real job that tells me you, you really can't do that. But as long as this boss is letting me do it, I'm going to yeah, do it. But also you would now then have, let's say that happens in three years. You have three or four years of precedent that says clearly I can. Hey, well, exactly. Exactly. Um, and you know, like, in fairness, it's like a 20% increase to my salary to do this. So like it is a pain in the ass, but worth it. Like, yeah, I think so. Uh, I think so. And again, I did all the work last fall. So like this fall, I think will be rough again as I, you know, refamiliarize myself with a lot of those materials. But sooner or later, it's going to be old yeah, hat. So that makes sense. Well, I yeah. I am delighted for you. I am envious that you you are always you know pursuing multiple streams of income. I've been told that's the way to do it. Not really my thing. Very happy with the one stream of income. Uh, but oh, uh, baby, I do have an idea for the summer to protect. Perhaps, maybe someday, have it be um, something. But we'll see. We'll see what that what that comes of it, and whether or not I'm kind of just like, eh. I'll just watch some wrestling. Uh, we, you know, I also think part of the reason I have a more sunnier disposition is it is officially April vacation. I do not have to return to my job for 10 days. And then after that, there's only eight or so weeks left before summer. So I'm feeling like. Did you work today? Uh, I. With your issues? I worked half a day today. I took the morning and just sort of rested. But because it was the day before vacation, I dragged myself in at noon. And I gave uh, my students multiple options, much of which did not involve me. Uh, so I was like, here's this great website where you can learn some basic computer coding and play like a, a Minecraft game. Here's a website that teaches you to draw. You choose what you want to draw and they offer you lessons. Here's the book reading app. What do you feel like doing? Let's go outside for 25 minutes because I can stand and not be in pain. So 
I, I, I was, okay. this was a definite, what we call a glorified babysitting day. Uh, but okay, it, but it, was, well, it was, it was nice to do and yes, but yeah, 10 days, uh, to relax, which will be good. We were going to go, uh, to an Island and then some family asked if we might be able to come watch the nephews. So we have pivoted and done a last minute switch of our, uh, vacation plans, um, which will be nice, I think, but we'll see about yeah. that. Um, yeah, probably. We'll, we'll see. We're still trying to finalize it. We may be able to sneak off for a little other vacation at some point where we're trying to figure out, coordinate with other relatives and such. But it should be a nice few days. Do you have big plans? I may have asked you this last week. I do not remember. Big plans for the birthday? Is your wife going to spoil you? Is she going to make you an elaborate meal and prepare a skit or something? I suppose I should ask her. Yeah, I probably should ask her. I mean, we talked maybe about some cakes today. We found that the uh, local specialty shop for ice cream is not taking cake orders currently. Interesting. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what they have in the case. I've got my heart set on that banana chocolate chip. Yeah. So if it exists, I, I'll try uh, to get she, that. Is she if coming not, in as soon as we bring it up? You're looking off? Yeah, she's here right now. All right. She brought me some pizza. I had pizza as well. Mrs. Manson. I would like to know, what are you planning for the good doctor for his birthday? I don't know if she can tell you that because it's going to spoil it for me. I'm right here. Just just plug your ears. It's fine. How am I going to do that? I don't know. You'll figure it out. I can't even get to my ears. <laughs> They're covered with these headphones. <laughs> Lots of love. Oh, there we go. Oh, she kissed him. And he's just blinking. <laughs> there we go. Do it. Kiss for the besties. Kiss for the besties. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. <laughs> that was very close to you licking her face. All right. <laughs> it happens from time to time. Thank you. You're the best. What kind of pizza? Oh, just um, pepperoni. Some sort of frozen pizza. Nice. I forget. Kirkland, yeah, maybe. We had some uh, the Portland Pie Company, Portland, Maine. Um, delightful place if you've ever up there, but they sell their uh, pizza dough in uh, our local Megamart. And so got some of that, made a made a little barbecue chicken pizza for myself today, mm. which was quite delightful. But uh, That sounds nice. It was, it was very nice. Uh, I can't say that there's, is there anything in the world of wrestling you care to talk about? I want to watch AEW because I want to watch Penta Obscura versus CM Punk and Minoru Suzuki, who, again, I don't know if you've seen, but you're going to love this guy versus Samoa Joe. I'm going to I have seen I'm going to watch it at some point. It, what what show is that one? on? The same show. They're both on yeah. Dynamite from yesterday. Yeah. OK, yeah, I got to get Dynamite from yesterday because I want to I want to see that. And I heard something about. Uh, some other match, I think it was on Rampage. I don't know if it's this week or last week. There was some match on Rampage everybody was talking about that I needed to see too. Some like Yuda or something was the guy's name. Uh, there, there's what is that a about? young man named Wheeler Yuda who I first saw in uh, MLW back when I watched some MLW. Uh, he is a, a young wrestler. I think he reminds me of a young Ricky Steamboat. Jeremy says he reminds him of a young Shawn Michaels. Either way. 
No, no, no. Ricky Steamboat, you had me. Shawn Michaels, I'm like, yeah. eh. No, but Ricky uh, Steamboat, you had me. But the storyline has been he is interested in joining William Regal's new alliance, the Blackpool Combat Club. And so he wrestled Daniel Bryan. And now from Friday's show, he wrestled John Moxley. I highly recommend. Uh, he winds up. That was last down. Friday. So that would be the eighth. Yeah. Yeah, the ace. Uh, I'm into it. Uh, he finishes the match covered in his own blood. Like, gru- uh, I don't Mrs. Manson might not want to join me for that one, but we'll gru- see. It's not a particularly violent match. Like, there's no death match type things in it. Um, mm. It's fantastic. It, you will, you will watch right. that, and I do believe you'll come out of it going, I want to watch this Wheeler Yuta guy. All right. Well, yes. So that's the kind of stuff I'm interested in. I will tell you, um, there are some things going on in WWE that I am interested in. I want to know what they're going to do with Gunther and Ludwig Kaiser on SmackDown. Okay. Um, I am interested in the edge Damien priest alliance and whether or not that group gets any bigger, but I am not looking to watch. Like I will not spend part of this weekend watching raw or SmackDown. I will watch dynamite. I probably will watch rampage. I may watch NXT, um, because they crown new tag team champions and I'm excited to see that. But because their other ones got shit can one of them did. Yeah. yeah. So they had to, uh, but not because he beat his wife, but because he was a Nazi. Supposedly. Allegedly. Wow. That's it's a, it, it, the, the pictures there. I've seen it. He is posing as Adolf Hitler, which is incredibly inappropriate and probably worthy of being released. But I don't think that was it, but no. Okay. Okay. But yeah. What else is going on? Um, well, uh, let's see. I have here, there's this, you know, moving out of the wrestling world, there's this Twitter account that I, I see people tweeting uh, with every so often. And while it is not a tournament, it does lead to some interesting discussion that I thought we could delve into if we wanted to. Um, yeah. Out, outside of that, I'm done with the, you know, I have some time. I will probably watch more wrestling in the next 10 days than I have in quite a while, which is good. But uh, other than that, we do have nine emails. We could gut right to the emails. But I, if with your permission, can I take us down this Twitter? Sure. Let's go. Are you familiar with the hashtag one gotta go? Yes. Have we done this? So there usually there's like four pictures yes. or so, and you have to choose one that if you had to eliminate it from existence. Uh, which one would you get rid yes. of? Yes, uh, and I don't know if they post. Re- you know, their Twitter account is just retweets of what people say, which is annoying. But I found some. I'll be honest; I didn't know it was a Twitter account. I thought it was just a thing that people did. No, it is a Twitter account. It's at one gotta go. I think. Okay. Um, okay. But this is the one that got me interested. This is the one I saw today. Uh, so it's we're in the sauce category. Four sauces. You tell me which one got to go. The sauces are. I accept. Ranch. 
barbecue, ketchup, honey mustard. Ranch, ketchup, barbecue, honey mustard. Yeah. We could pivot and rank them, or we just you just tell me the one that you're eliminating from your life forever. Yeah, the one that's gotta go is ranch. I agree one hundred percent. I don't use it for anything. What's your salad dressing? The of most choice? um vinaigrette. I don't know. Oil and vinegar. Mm. Yeah. Maybe something with some spices yeah. in it. But I, yeah, I, go, I go often if I'm left to my own devices, oil, red wine, vinegar, salt, and pepper. That's there you go. You yeah, sure. That's all you need. Uh, I would use ranch occasionally, but not so much as a sauce, but like as a dip if I had like a platter of vegetables. But honestly, I feel like the ranch was more important earlier in my life these days like when we have a veggie platter out for when people come over for pay-per-view i just chow down on the veggies i don't need that ranch anymore so yeah bye-bye ranch because you do blue cheese with your wings right if you do anything with your wings if i do anything with the wings it is it is blue cheese yes so ranch is gross and it's gotta go Uh, my wife loves it can't get enough of it and i'm just like nope get it out of my house uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Oh, this was an interesting one. I don't know that this is as hard of a choice as it claims to be. Uh, chili cheese fries. Okay. Chicken tenders. Okay. Buffalo wings. Mm. Nachos. One got to go. Nachos, tenders, wings, and chili cheese fries. I like all of those. I mean, if one's got to go, it's probably. This is actually difficult. I I was going to say it's probably either tenders or wings because they're the same thing, essentially. But I like both of those things. Some people are like, no bones. Give me the tenders all day long. Some people are the opposite. They're like, wings have bones. I need to have the proper wings. Tenders, get that shit out of here. Uh, I'm neither. I really enjoy a bone-in wing, but there are times that I want chicken tenders. So part of me is going to say the chili cheese fries because I feel like I have those less often than anything else and I would miss them the least. I don't know that I've ever had. They're good. I don't know that I've ever had chili cheese fries, which I think that to me is the easiest thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd probably have a chili cheese fries, although I like a chili cheese fry. Mm. So for me, I, I, I like wings and tenders. I prefer a tender when I want like a sauced thing, like a, a, a bone in wing that's coated in sauce is almost too messy for me to fully like I'll enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. But what about although I guess you probably don't enjoy this very much, but if you had to have a buffalo wing. That's that's a sauce. It is. So you're you're saying you don't like buffalo. I like, but you don't like buffalo. I I don't mind buffalo, and I'll eat them again. I'll eat it either way. But I'm spending time every bite or every wing. I'm wiping my hands because I don't like the feeling of the sauce just left over on my hands or what have you. Okay. Because I will be a heathen and stab a chicken tender with a fork and just eat it that way. So if you don't like 
if you don't like sauce on wings, what is your like preferred flavor of wing? Or do you just like plain fried? Uh, plain's not bad. And then I can dip in a sauce. Or okay. you get like the dry, your lemon peppers, your garlic parms, which are not as much a wet sauce as they are like, almost, I guess, a dry rub, you would say. Okay. Yep. There's a local place here that was, you know, real popular back when we were in college. I feel like they've gone downhill, but they were really well known for their wings at the time. Lots of different flavors. They used to have some very good dry rubs that I would enjoy over there for sure. Uh, but yeah. What else you got? Uh, okay. I'm scrolling through because a lot of these are like chains. And I feel like we just did that with the restaurant episode. Uh, we are in the world of McDonald's. We will get to a McDonald's food tournament. Uh, but of these four, one got to go. Single cheeseburger, french fries, hot fudge sundae, apple pie. Oh. Um, apple pie. Some people love their apple pies. I don't care for their apple pies that much. And even if we got rid of them, I could still have real apple pie. Yeah. That's a fair point. It's, and it's like, one of the two desserts for me. I'm just not sure. Depending on the day, I don't know which one it would be. Yeah. The, the hot fudge sundaes, I actually enjoy quite a bit. Um, their ice cream, I like. Um, it's not like real creamy ice cream. Somebody once told me it's actually iced milk. I don't know what the difference is, if that's real or not. But I, I enjoy uh, their iced cream and their hot fudge is good. So... I'm okay with that all day long. Fries got to stay. Oh, yeah. Cheeseburgers got to stay. I will say. Oh. Well, I, I will actually, say no, the cheeseburger, though. I had the cheeseburger recently, Yeah, actually, because we went to, through the drive-thru, and Mrs. Manton usually gets the double cheeseburger, and I usually get, like, a Big Mac or something. But I wasn't that hungry that day. So I said, you want to just split the two cheeseburger value meal? I'll have one burger. You have Logical. one burger. We'll split the fries, Logical. and we'll go for that. And so we did it. And I got to say, the meat to bun ratio of the single cheeseburger Off. is lacking. Yeah. The double That's cheeseburger true. That's true. is ideal. That might be it. Even Mrs. Manson agreed. No. She did not like it as much as the you double cheeseburger. You know what? I think you might, so. be, might actually have to be the single cheeseburger because then you could always get yeah, the double. And actually, that's probably actually the right answer because yeah. occasionally I am in the mood for that apple pie. Yeah. Uh, we stay in the world of French fries. One got to go. A regular fry, a curly fry, a waffle fry, or a steak fry slash potato wedge. Again, for me, there's a clear get it out of here. For me, it's if I have to get rid of one of those, it's the steak fry. But I enjoy steak fries quite a bit. Mm -hmm. But it's still the one that I would get rid of because. Well, yeah, I, it's still the one I would get rid of because the regular fry is a regular fry and it's awesome. A curly fry is spiced and they're delicious. Waffle fries technically are the same thing as the regular fry. They're just in a fun shape. And the shape is fun. Yeah. But the other thing about the waffle fry is they are ideal for coating, whether it's cheese sauce or chili or both. Like if you're going to load something, that is a fry. The waffle fry is the ideal substrate upon which to be loaded. Sure. 
No question. Um, so for me, I, I think really the potato wedge can get the hell out of town. But if that's going to include the steak fry as well, well, I'll make that sacrifice. Yeah. For me, it's a steak fry. But that's, yeah. I'm trying to imagine trying to do like a cheese fry with a curly fry, which just sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. No, I'm sure it's delicious. <clears throat> okay. Interesting. We'll stick with this. Uh, these are types of fries. Your cheese fries. A salt and vinegar seasoned French fry. Mm. A Cajun seasoned French fry. Which is technically what the curly fries yes. usually are. Or what the... Although I will say Five Guys has like a Cajun fry that is not a curly fry. They just... But it, it's a spiced fry. They call it a Cajun fry. Those are good too. I'm sorry. What was the last one? Uh, they fry. said a batter dipped fry, which I suppose I have seen before. What is that? Let me try to get a good look at the picture. Um, I think it's the fry that has like almost, they do like a kind of like a light batter to it. So it almost has some extra crisp around the edges. Oh, so kind of like when Burger King had those new fries that everybody hated. Yep. That's what they were then. That's essentially what they were. They had extra texture sort of. Um, on the edge of the fry from some sort of dipping process. Now, everybody hated those fries. I loved them. I thought they were excellent. So, I, even though I haven't had like a proper battered French fry, I think they can stay. Um, to me, the one that's probably going to go is the vinegar fry, only because I've never done it. It sounds like that's, and maybe I'm wrong here, but Glenn, you know, in all the besties in the UK, that sounds like a UK thing to me. That might. Is, 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 yeah. I don't know for sure, but don't get me wrong. Like salt and vinegar potato chips. Delicious. Delicious. But I've never had it as a proper fry. Yeah. So I don't think I'd be missing much. We've gotten. um, There's a local, the moonshine place near us does, I think, like a garlic parm French fry. It can be pretty good. Uh, But yeah, I haven't seen salt and vinegar. Uh, I'm I'm creating this one. One got to go. Coke. Sprite, root beer, cherry Coke slash Dr. Pepper. Easy. Sprite, get out of here. Sprite sucks. Because you can have a 7-Up or you're just anti-any lemon-lime soda. I'm not anti-lemon-lime soda per se, but I will never choose to have lemon-lime soda. Like if I'm sitting in front of one of those... 5,000 flavor Coke mixing machines. I'm never getting the Sprite. Never, ever, ever, ever. I remember. So I remember when I don't remember what they call the machines, but the machine where you could add like the flavoring agents. And I was like, I am living in the goddamn future. This is amazing. I can't wait. I found like whichever one. I think there's a Moe's that had one. And we went specifically for that. And then I was like, this is less exciting than I'd hoped. Yeah, it kind of is. Because you know what? There is still one of those at the Moe's near where I am. And you know what I get when I when I go to the soda machine every single time? Water. <laughs> Regular Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I, you know, I remember when Diet Coke had, or Coke, had lime. That was good. Don't get me wrong. And I think sure. that's what I did just to get it back. But I always prefer my soda from a bottle rather than from one of those. Because having worked at a Taco Bell, like... 
the mixture is is can be finicky. It's, it's hard to get hard sure. to get perfect. All right, we'll do a couple more of these here. See see if I can find. Oh, are we out? Did I get to the bottom? <laughs> Hold on, let me scroll all the way back up. <laughs> Ran out of uh, one's got to go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. Um, have you been to a Popeyes? Or should I change? No. All right. I have not. Uh, one got to go in terms of French fries, and I think we've talked about this before. Wendy's, KFC, Arby's, Burger King. French fries? Yeah. I didn't know KFC had French fries. They have big potato wedges. Ooh, there when we it, go. And Arby's is known for their curly fries. Correct. When was the last one? Burger King? Yeah. Yeah, these days, I think I would get rid of the Burger King fries. The Wendy's fries are more generic, maybe, but sometimes you just want a generic French fry. So, yeah, I think probably the Burger King ones. Because, again, I'm not like, I think the steak fry can go for the most part, but every once in a while, I'm like, yeah, I want a big meaty fry. Yeah. Yeah. Would you ever take a potato wedge like that? Like I'm imagining KFC, you've got a table, you got a bucket of chicken, you got all the sides. Would you ever take a potato wedge and dip it in the mashed potatoes? Or is that crossing the streams? <clears throat> I'd do it. I never considered it before. I could imagine I dipping would... it in the gravy. That would probably be absolutely delicious. I would actually Absolutely. eat potato wedges if I did that. <laughs> uh, this will be the last one because I think we can't come up with a better one. Uh, one of these gotta go. The Whopper. Okay. The Big Mac. The Baconator. And now this says the Five Guys. I don't know if there is a Five Guys branded burger or let's just throw in whatever your Five Guys sandwich of choice is. One of them gotta go. Of those, I would get rid of the Baconator. Baconator is delicious. It's got bacon on it, and it's got a whole lot of meat. But it's kind of a one-trick pony. You eat it, and it's overwhelming bacon and meat and grease. Um, whereas the Big Mac has a nice tangy sauce. It's got some lettuce on it. You know, it, 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 it's balanced in a way. That you know is nice on the palate, and and the I've said it before. I, I think when I'm in the mood for it, the Whopper is perhaps my favorite fast food burger of all time. Um, there's something about that flame broiled goodness that just gets me going. And Five Guys, I think, is probably the best burger that you can get uh, in a quick service type establishment. So, like I've been to Smash Burger, mm. I've been to Muya's. Mm -hmm. I've been to um, Burger Fi. Um, I've been to a few different of these, you know, quick service style, not fast food, you know, a little slower than that, but quick service style burger joints. And Five Guys is excellent. The rest of them, I could take or leave. Fair so, enough. Yeah. Well, if you have your own one gotta goes, please send them to us. And the place you would send them to us would be podcast at ddtwrestling.com. And so since that's just such a natural segue, 
Uh, let us turn to the emails where we have nine of them. Not quite a baker's dozen, but you know what? Nine of them is pretty amazing on their own. Our first one comes from Rachel. Bunday, fun day. Dear Doc, it was great having you and the missus come by on Saturday in the weird rainstorm. Nod enjoyed your company very much and hopes that she is your piece of positivity this week. Looking forward to seeing you both next month for the movie slash my birthday celebration. Speaking of happy early birthdays to you both. Rachel P.S. Durango Canyon. I hope your week has been as pleasant as you are. Enjoy your well-deserved upcoming spring break and safe travels. Thank you very much, Rachel. I'm going to assume that you find me very pleasant. <laughs> and so you hope my week has been very pleasant. I don't know. Everything I've heard about your uh, your dimensional bits makes it sound like uh, <clears throat> if you, maybe you've been cursed. For if you, I think Danhausen got up oh, in here. Oh, no, that, not Danhausen. Uh, for, Rachel Housen sending some uh, bad juju Housen. your way. That's my, that'd be what I call her for the rest of her life, Rachel Housen. Uh, yeah, because if you think I'm a dick, then that's 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 not really nice of you. But uh, <coughs> uh, nobody thinks you're a dick, DC. Okay, I, nobody thinks it. I, <laughs> it's just undisputable fact at this point. <laughs> oh, you said it not me. Um, are we saving this for your piece of positivity or do you have something other than uh nod that I'm assuming is a rabbit? Yeah. Nod is the rabbit. She's uh, we've gotten photos of nod before. How can you not remember? Nod? I'm a dick. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> apparently nothing. Uh, yes. Yes. So we, we, uh, uh Rachel, uh, texted Mrs. Manson last weekend and told her that the Granby, uh, public library, which is a good distance from here, um, was having some sort of like puzzle sale. And you know, I Mrs. Manson mentioned it, but that was, she just mentioned it. But I was doing something, I don't remember what I was doing. I was like outside, maybe doing some yard work. And I came back inside and I was just like, Do you want to go to that puzzle sale? Because you know, she she likes doing jigsaw puzzles, sure. she's got a whole closet full of them. And I was like, I don't know. It seems like it could be a fun thing to do. I was thinking about you, actually, DC. I was like, you know, going off to like the the book barn yep. and stuff. And I was like, yeah, why not? Why let's let's do this thing. And then, as it turned out, I didn't. I didn't even. I. I. I'm, I. I'll admit it. I'm sorry, Rachel. I kind of forgot. Um, but you know, apparently, we were most of the way uh, to Rachel's home. Uh, we have not visited her since uh, she purchased and moved into a house and so we took the opportunity to go the extra distance and to go say hello and check it out and i got to pet a bunny and it was wonderful lovely 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 um yeah those sorts of things are fun you know tag sales craft sales book sales puzzle sales i know it makes me sound like a nerd but like it's kind of fun just to go to a different, you know, I enjoy that's I, that is prime, especially when you go to a different place. Like if you go 30, 40 minutes out, the people watching, like just being able to like, as you're perusing, you're hearing different people talking that obviously live in the community. And like, you hear like gossip and you're like, I don't know who any of these people are, but Oh, you hate this person. Um, so the, you know, that sort of thing is 
always interesting to me. Uh, I'm glad you had a nice visit. Lovely. Thank you for the birthday wishes. Uh, and uh, Rachel, have yourself a fantastic week. Our next email comes from Che, and there is no sub- subject line. Evening, gents. Doc, what is your favorite aspect of science? Oh, wow. Your favorite part of science to learn slash read slash teach about. Durango, what is your favorite period of history to learn, read, slash teach about? Hope you both are well and can enjoy your breaks and birthdays in the coming days. All the best, Che, sent from my humble adobe. <laughs> Abode. Um, hmm. My favorite part of science to learn about is probably logical fallacies. Um, strawman arguments, uh, circular arguments, fallacy of sunken costs, um, equivocation, false dilemmas, that sort of thing. I always, I always, I'm always fascinated by that. I don't know if that's really science, but I feel like it is because usually, like, that kind of stuff falls into like, um, usually like skeptic style communities, mm-hmm. debunking stuff and things like that. And I find that kind of stuff endlessly fascinating looking at, you know, different stories and things and, and just things that get sort of accepted as true that just aren't, you know what I mean? And a lot of times it has to do with logical fallacies, how things like that get to be so believed and so on and so forth. Stuff like that, I think. Um, yeah. But, you know, I mean, honestly, like I got a PhD uh, in virology t- as well. So obviously I think viruses are really neat and I liked learning about those and I enjoy teaching people about that as well. So, yeah, I don't know, uh, you know, that kind of stuff, I guess. How about you, Durango? Um, well, you know, when you teach uh, the littles, you know, the kinds of things that you are teaching them is very different i prefer reading about very very early uh history so it would actually be considered prehistory before the systems of writing existed um i am fascinated with the idea that allegedly let me say allegedly so i don't get yelled at by anybody um human beings originated in eastern africa and proceeded to uh essentially walk or take boats in the case of Australia, um, across the entire continental uh, world. Um, That sort of thing is very interesting to me and how we got here and all of that sort of stuff. Uh, What I like to teach about, I always enjoy blowing the children's minds by just talking about the fact that like, look, we're sitting in this classroom. You can see out the window. You can see (laughs) the road that our school is on leading to the other road. 400 years ago, none of this was here. We would be sitting in the woods and, you know, just telling them that this, this event that I'm talking about happened before, you know, your Nintendo Switch existed, before YouTube existed, before cars existed. And they're all like, no, that couldn't happen. You know, YouTube and Minecraft have always been. And you're like, sorry to, you know, blow your little mind. But that sort of thing I find uh, interesting. So excellent questions. Do you ever regale them of tales of uh, the world before the Google? Uh, Every so often we will talk about, you know, you used to have to go to a library to look stuff up. And our librarian, who is my best friend in my school, 
teaches them the Dewey Decimal System. And there was once a day where I went, why? Are they going to use the Dewey Decimal System? And she's like, you know, in high school, in college. And I'm like, these kids will. No. Yeah. 20. I don't. I, I honestly don't know that she does it as much anymore. Um, yeah. But I'm like, they're not going to need to know the Dewey Decimal System. Like, they're going to be writing reports on Wikipedia. That's just how it's going to happen. Uh, our next Poor email Dewey. comes from Brandon Banks. The tournaments got me thinking. Loved some of the nostalgic talk with some of the tournaments last month, and it got me thinking. What were some of your favorite toys you played with growing up? I'm sorry GQ can't be a part of this conversation sent from my iPhone. There are certain times that I, you know, I did wonder, like, what if we did a totally PG turn like show that was just tournaments? Would we be able to get GQ out of retirement um, to do that? Probably. May- Maybe in like the summer. Maybe if we recorded a bunch of episodes in the summer, we might be able to get them to do it. But uh, favorite toys. Well, you know, I had a large collection of action figures uh, from WWF action figures to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to X-Men to Batman toys. Um, And I had a whole, you know, extended universe in my head in which they all interacted and fought each other. So absolutely i've said it here before like i i was a spoiled kid i had like every single ghostbusters toy in existence so mostly that i also had some teenage mutant ninja turtle toys and wrestling action figures and yes of course they all cohabitated in the same universe and did things um but i you know i also i very fondly remember we had this huge bin uh full of these plastic uh building toys I don't know if you remember these. They were called constructs. You remember constructs? Vaguely, uh, yeah. With an X, yeah. Um, I I loved building stuff with constructs. Uh, they're you sort of think of them like Legos, but they're much larger. They're, they're almost like these plastic girders with like these little um, and round sort of end pieces. Really, they're 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 like cubes, and every cube had a co- every face of the cube had a connector on it mm-hmm. that you could snap the girder pieces onto and you had straight girder pieces. You had bent girder pieces like were three sections. So like you can make like a turn, you know, um, short ones, long ones, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You had some of those end pieces, um, those connecting pieces uh, that had hinges in them so they could bend and turn and things. I, I used to build all sorts of things with those. You know, I would build jets. I would build, uh, uh, I used to like to build these mechs. Like I would build like these mechs and I would put my other toys inside of them and I would do like anime style uh, mech battles with them or I, or maybe Power Rangers sure. style might be something people would be more familiar with. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those I spent a lot of time building and creating and engineering stuff with those. I even built myself when I was a kid because they, they had also... For some reason, they had like these long black pieces that kind of looked like claws. I built myself Wolverine claws that I could wear on my hands and wrists. And I used to, oh, I love that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That constructs for the shit, man. Um, uh. Yeah, I had some Lego. My cousin uh, yells at me almost every time I see him because, you know, between the comic books um, and the, oh, I'll, I'll mention the Marvel encyclopedias in a minute or the handbooks. 
Um, but, uh, you know, the fact that I didn't save any of that stuff just drives him up a wall. Cause I had a lot, <laughs> I had a large collection of Lego. Um, but yeah, the, the handbook of the Marvel universe, which technically was not a toy, but I spent hours reading those and I would, you know, trace the outline of the superheroes and then make my own superheroes and design my own costumes and all of that. Again, just setting myself up for years and years of WWE video games, creating wrestlers and such things of that nature. Um, you know, yeah, I, we, we had a huge bin of Lego as well. And I used to build stuff with those as well. Like I, I think I still have somewhere. I think my mom held on to it somewhere. I've got like a, I don't know, like an eight or 10 inch tall, like super Mario that I made yeah. and kept, you know, uh, assembled all these years somewhere. Uh, I used to love building stuff. I will give those. an honorable yeah. mention. My grandmother, when I would go visit her in her trailer, uh, up in Vermont had the little wooden games that you like buy at a cracker barrel, like the okay. little peg games that you yeah. must play. Like, uh-huh. And those to me, you know, going up there, not really being allowed to bring a lot of my toys or only a couple of my toys, like, and being an only child where any game can be a game you play by yourself. I, I had lots of fun just, you know, playing those sort of random little, like you got to jump the pegs to try to take. The I, peg I had one of those too. Loved it. Yeah. Spent countless hours with that thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like those sorts of things were fun. Um, you know, I watched my, again, my nephews, well, the four-year-old, uh, he has, you know, we bought him a couple of marble run sets and I remember having like one and, but because our house was 300 years old and always slanted, no floor was ever <laughs> even. So marble run didn't work. <laughs> no, because <laughs> the marble well. just, yeah. Um, but you watch these elaborate YouTube videos now of, you know, the, the jelly runs are the most famous one doing Olympic events, but there's just kids having their own tournaments on YouTube and each color marble represents a different country. And I'm like, that would have been me. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I've designed my own little tournament here and uh, please subscribe and hope you enjoy my channel. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> you know, toys were fun back in the day, you know? Not even counting the, you know, Game Boys and all of those sorts of systems and things. Yeah. I mean, I spent a lot of time with video games, let's be honest. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah. You know, I know I know that GQ listens. I don't know if he listens to every episode and every minute of every episode. He's a very busy man. That's fine. Uh, I would like him to start emailing it. Oh, he'll never do that. And I would like him to just start sharing his toys. <laughs> uh, our next email comes from Nate weekly email. Good morning, DC and doc. I hope you both are doing well this week. I'm still on a relative high from WrestleMania and all the fun that came from it last week. I'm really excited for the coming future of wrestling. It can only get better over the summer and lift me even more through this dreary start to April. Just one quick question for you guys this week. How do you guys deal with the monotony of everyday <laughs> life? Oh yeah. Quick question. Nate. Quick question. Uh, by the way, Mrs. Manson sounds like Bernadette from Big Bang Theory. Her voice is amazing. Have a good, have a great night, you two, bestie night. Uh, I don't know Bernadette because I, I only w- watched a little bit of Big Bang Theory before deciding uh, it was very offensive to me and my people. So scientists, nerds. It felt like one of those things where. They were laughing at us, not with us. I don't know. Maybe I didn't give it enough of a chance, but it just, yeah, it never felt authentic to me. Never liked it. 
Fair enough. Um, so tell me about Bernadette, because I know you love that show, DC. Am I to be offended? I or, there was one, there was one summer where I think I, I sailed the seven seas um, and found a way to watch the it's it. There are moments that are good. No. Um, my wife hates it for a different reason than you. Um, but uh, Bernadette is the wife of one of the the engineer character. Um, she has a slightly higher pitched voice. Um, that's about all I can tell you. Like, I will tell you, I I don't think that the the Mrs. Manson voice that you hear on the podcast—it's not the same voice. No, there's something about when she approaches a microphone, she changes her voice. Yeah, it goes. Up. Not her. It goes. Yeah, up. it's not her normal speaking no, voice. It's not actually. But yeah, her voice is rather husky. Which is too bad because yeah, that podcast voice. Woo. Oh, gets me going. <laughs> Mrs. Manson, before we turn out the light, can you do me a favor? Can you use the podcast voice tonight? Just, just a little. I brought a microphone in and everything just to get you in the mood. <laughs> uh, how do we deal with the monotony of everyday life? Um, Quick question. When you are a teacher of littles, uh, there is monotony, sure, but kids come up with ways of making the day interesting whether it's behavior issues or you know random things that happen or just the stuff that they say um the monotony of life to me is the getting to work the getting up the taking a shower at around the same time every day the brushing my teeth as soon as i get out of the shower the putting on the clothes the walking out to put a lunch together Every so often I try to vary it up and do it out of order, but that to me is the like, oh my God, I have to do this again. Um, yeah, that is difficult. Like just having to do the same thing day after day after day after day. But like I, it even spills, I would say, into my, my leisure time for me because like I go through phases where I'm just like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm watching every old Japanese horror movie that I can get my hands on. And then I don't want to watch television for three months. Yeah. Like the idea of sitting in front of my TV just makes me physically ill. And like, yeah, like video games, same thing. I haven't played a video game really in like well over a year, two years before I've probably been real deep into anything and seriously played. I don't know if that's true. When was I playing that? What was that game? That little wizard game I was talking about. But it was probably at least a year ago. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. Like it comes and goes. And like, I, I will say now, like it's mostly just going, like I don't have any desire to play video games. Really? Um, like the, like the last battlefield game that came out didn't help that everybody said it was terrible, but mm. I used to love the battlefield games. I used to play a lot of them, but like, I haven't touched one of those games in the last like four installments. Probably. I haven't played one of them. I never liked Call of Duty. I, I just never clicked for me. Um, Destiny, I think, is terrible. Destiny Two, I didn't like. Yeah, like I don't know. Like I just all the big games do not interest me. And I, I don't know. Unfortunately, the game that holds my in, that I'm excited about, I'm not going to be able to play because Starfield, which is the new game from Bethesda that comes out in November. I believe is going to be an Xbox exclusive and I don't think I want to play it badly enough to buy an Xbox. Why not? 
because you have done nothing but play Skyrim for twelve years now. Yes, but I also I think you I can justify Fall- buying an Xbox got, Series I got S Fall- for two ninety nine. I got Fallout Four for, and I played that for a little bit, but I didn't enjoy it nearly as much. So I'm like, yeah, but the next Elder Scrolls will probably be Xbox also. So. Well, then I'll buy one. <laughs> yeah, and, but no, I, I don't blame you. In fairness, I, I really don't. And, you know, I don't think it's going to come out in November. It'll probably get pushed. Everything gets pushed these days. It'll be another year before that's actually out. So I don't know. Even that stuff doesn't really excite me anymore because I feel like the thing about Bethesda games, again, I love Bethesda games, but I feel like they've been making the exact same game since Oblivion. Oblivion and Skyrim and Fallout 3 and Fallout 4 and Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. They're all the exact same game with the exact same open world jank and bugs and it's just like fix your fucking engine guys these 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 games sell enough money that it was it was endearing it was endearing 20 years ago but now i just i don't know like i get frustrated with it at this point um yeah so yeah i don't know nate um i don't know how you deal with the monotony of everyday life i i struggle with it I think everybody struggles with it. So I, I think if you can find a way, say what we will about Tall Guy. And we've said plenty. But even after all this time, the man is still playing Ultimate Frisbee once or twice a week. Like, you see, the reason why... My, here, okay, I have a theory on this. I have a theory for why Tall Guy seems to live in bliss and, and, and honestly it's because he's a simpleton okay hear me out hear me out he's an idiot that's all i got to be fair there are certain <laughs> in, in the in the summer i am very content with doing much of the same thing. I will record five or six episodes of a tournament podcast in a day. I'll watch some wrestling. I'll do this. I'll like, I'm very happy having that. You know, I won't call myself a simpleton. You can do that if you'd like, um, like that sort of thing. I don't necessarily find monotonous, but we're going to book sales and tag sales and doing all of that stuff and taking vacations and things. Um, But, you know, my advice to Nate would be to find some sort of activity that you can do um, every so often just to make things interesting. You know, like you're going to watch your twins games. Uh, You're going to go to the gym. I see you post workout selfies sometimes. You're looking great, by the way. Um, You know, but doing that stuff. But like, you know, can you find is there a sport you're interested in? Can you find a baseball league or a kickball league or you know, allow, allow allow me to sum up what I think you're trying to say, DC. Uh, find your happy. I love you. I love you very much. That's exactly it. <laughs> Nate, you got it. Doc summed it up in three words. That's all you need. Uh, Glenn, chiming in with some Chinese delights. Hi, guys. Today, you and your better halves are dining at a Chinese restaurant. You are ordering two starters, two mains, two sides, and two desserts. What are you ordering? Anybody hungry now? Glenn. Two starters. Um, that's hard, actually. 
That's difficult. Oh, you know, I think I got a way around this. All right. I think I'm going to get for my starters, I'm going to get boneless spare ribs. Yep. And I'm going to get. Oh, wait. Or is, is that a side or is that a starter? Glenn, you're, you're making this complicated here. What, what, is this, what is a side versus a starter? I would have. On a Chinese food m- menu, appetizers to me are starters. Yes. And so, like, that is where you will find boneless spare ribs and yeah. beef teriyaki. I would go with that then. I would go with anything you find in the appetizer section. Okay. Then or gonna, the, su- or get... the soups or the salads, depending on the restaurant. Yeah. Because that's sort of where I'm going here. I'm going to say beef teriyaki and the pork boneless spare ribs for my start. Now, I'm going to pause you for a second. The question technically says today you and your better halves are dining out. Are you ordering for yourself or are, for, are you ordering for you and your wife? I'm ordering for us both. I prefer the boneless spare ribs. She likes the beef teriyaki, um, but I will also eat the beef teriyaki. How about you? Um, Our starters would be uh, crab rangoons for my wife. Oh, she she likes those too. Wonton soup for me. Now I'm going with, I'm considering the soup aside. Oh, Oh, well, then hold on. Then that changes things. Or do you think the sides are more like rices and noodles? No, because the rices come, I would say it comes, I don't know how they do Chinese takeaway in the UK. Yeah, okay. But yeah. with us, your main, if I get orange chicken, it's coming with a rice. Yeah. Uh, and there's going to be some veg there anyways. Um, so that's, you know, that to me, I'm not going to add a side of rice when I already have one. Yeah. Um, so then if I'm move, making the soup aside, I am going with, uh, the crab rangoons and I will go with just some chicken wings for myself. There you go. Okay. Uh, your mains. I'm going to get the general sounds, yep. uh, with the white rice on the side, a little bit of broccoli usually served with that. And I think a good choice for Mrs. Manson would probably be, um, what do you call it? Sweet and sour chicken. Because technically, well, usually what they do is they give you the sweet and sour sauce on the side. And, then and it's you... really just those golden fingers, yep. the chicken fingers. Because that was what I was having difficult with, with the starters. Because I need to have the chicken fingers. But she really <laughs> likes that as her main. And I get to steal some because she doesn't need very much. I remember going to the Chinese place um, that you and GQ and I used to go to. Yeah. And they, we would do the buffet and I would get the chicken fingers. And this is the only Chinese restaurant I've ever seen that has salt and pepper shakers on the table. Yeah. And I would take, I would bite into the chicken finger and then I would sprinkle salt on the other half before putting it in my mouth. As I said, I am much healthier approaching 40 than I ever was approaching 30. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. What will my wife get? That's... Unless we're going like authentic Chinese, then I'm getting the Sichuan chicken from the Sichuan uh, Chinese place mm. up uh, near Boston because those spicy chicken balls are the best thing I've ever eaten maybe in my life. Yeah. Um, they're a dry rub Sichuan style. Oh, so, so good. But yeah, those, those typically you can't find anywhere but that one restaurant as far as I know. So uh, I'll stick with what I said. But uh, honorable mention. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, I, 
if there was a crab fried rice, that would be what my wife would order. Okay. Uh, and as her main. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then I would get, um, some sort of noodle dish. So if they had like a chow fun, or maybe that's a side. Then they got the side. Uh, then, yeah, a, a, a sesame chicken. Oh, there you go. Those are good. That's 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 essentially just the general sauce chicken without the spice. So, yeah. Um, the sides, I think, for me are wonton soup, and uh, I'll get the lo mein for Mrs. Manson. Um, I, <laughs> I'm going to um i'm going to uh presume my wife won't need a side so i'll have two uh yeah. and I'm, <laughs> but i'm gonna go with the lo mein and the wonton soup i'll go with the exact same sides but there i'm eating go. them all right uh now here's a tricky thing for you how often have you ever gotten dessert at a chinese restaurant not often the only dessert i'm really aware of that a chinese restaurant is the buffet which always has uh, lime jello. Yes. And I'm, I never eat it. I, I, I'll just gorge myself on the other things. So I, I don't know. What, what else? What else? What are my other options? I, you know, um, I feel like there's some place I would, where maybe like I saw like fried ice cream. Was, is that, was that yeah, a Chinese thing? A Chinese Thai. thing? I've seen it in Thai places. Thai? Okay. I'm going to the authentic place near the deli we sometimes go to that we've been to before just to see what they offer as dessert oh at one time at pf chang's i got i think it's called like the great wall of chocolate it's just this giant piece of chocolate cake that's like real moist and fudgy with chocolate frosting and chocolate 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 it's giant you could never possibly eat it on your own even the two of us can barely eat half of it um, not that I think that's especially Chinesey, but uh, I would order that. They again. have sweet sesame paste rice filled rice balls. I would uh, try that. Sweet potato pancake with rose sauce. I would try that. I would try it. And small rice balls in a sweet fermented rice soup. I think I'll pass on that. I would try it, but I, I, I sincerely doubt I would find that to be a satisfying dessert. Now that is again, that is a very authentic. Like you're getting, I I feel like that's another thing we should do sometime is just go through the menu there just to see what we would eat and what we wouldn't because they're serving like tripe. They're serving some. Where is this? What's the name of it? We've been there. Go to the deli that we always used oh, to be Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that. I, I've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good place. Now. <laughs> if, I, was just, I was just holding my breath. Thinking, is this a place I haven't been to? Might yeah. I find the spicy chicken balls closer to home? Uh, but no, they don't, they, don't, they don't make the spicy chicken balls. Uh, so. If you go to the hibachi place we've been to, uh, they have uh, multiple Cheesecake Factory cheesecakes served there. Um, they do have, this is what I would want, the tempura ice cream. That's what I was thinking of. Ice cream, ice cream wrapped in pound cake, dipped in tempura batter, and then fried. Hell yes. I think I ordered it once. I'm having difficulty remembering it, but I think I ordered it once. Uh, I would eat that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I would try mochi too. Mochi, mochi. Oh yeah, that's, I've had that on my uh, frozen yogurt in the past. I've always enjoyed that as a topping. So, yeah. How about boba? You do boba? No. Boba tea? No. Took little well, tapioca I, balls away from me. But they're like flavored and stuff. No, like people I, go crazy. You for flavor it. your balls all you want. I do not want them in my mouth. Come on. Some people really love the musk of these boba balls. I I fully defend your right to love them. I say I've no never thank had you. them. I, I fully defend anyone's right to love them. I say no thank you. I I don't know. I, I feel like I would want to try it, but I feel like it's a whole world of flavors and things. And I don't feel like I would even know what to order. That's my problem. You need, I, I'm you need intimidated. Some, you need someone to like get you through. You need someone to like enter you in and hold yeah. your hand and guide you through I the world do. with balls in your mouth. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Tim Johnson back again. Baseball. I typed this once and then my stupid iPhone did stupid phone things. So now I'm typing again. Anyways, Doc being Janet. Durango's enjoyment of balls. Ha! See? You do enjoy balls. Mahoney. Oh, Mahoney. Uh, conversation about Bad Dragon. I'm curious uh, what the future holds for content. <laughs> you know, we should be. Uh, <laughs> baseball season is officially upon us, and the Twins offseason moves are already showing some signs of positivity. DC, you seem to be a baseball fan, given your excitement on the signing of Korea. Doc, are you a fan of baseball? Or at least more than you are of the current wrestling product. Um, I'll let you speak on Korea now. Carlos Correa, former Astro, uh, shortstop for the Houston Astros. Hello, DJ, who doesn't listen anymore, but I love you. Um, now signed with the uh, Minnesota Twins, which was a bit of a surprise that they would invest that much money in one player. Hmm. So uh, I, yeah. I, I feel like now what I should do is I should do a sports tournament that is just for you to see what your favorite sport is. I don't think I have one. <laughs> I don't think you do, but that would beg the question. You have to watch one of these two. Are you watching golf or are you watching football? Um, All actually, right. I'm actually making a note of that because that I think... I will say, like, I grew up playing sports. Uh, I grew up going to various sporting events. Like, you know, my dad took me to to Yankees games and Red Sox games. Yep. He took me to see football and hockey and um, basketball, lots of different basketball games. We went to uh, watch the great uh, Hartford Open. So we've gone to golf tournaments. Like, you know, I've, I, I used to watch all sorts of sports. And, you know, I... I enjoyed watching sports in person. Um, there was something about that that was enjoyable, but I do not like watching any sort of sports on television. I could never get into it. I, it's so boring and slow, and there's so many commercial breaks. Like It's all boring. It's all boring. I don't understand the tribalism. I don't understand how people get so worked up about my team and this guy and like it's it's a it's a game a bunch of overpaid people playing a damn game mm-hmm. like we we won we lost we didn't do shit you fucking sat at home or at most you sat in a stadium and watched other people do something like i don't understand how people get swept up in it i understand where you're coming from but someone made this argument recently 
So let's say you're sitting in the stands. You have now paid money to support that team. You have now made a minor financial investment in that team. At what point are you allowed to say we? I mean, how many times are you going to eat at McDonald's before you start talking about the royal we of McDonald's and their corporate profits? Never, right? Fair. So, yeah. I don't know. And the other thing I think is funny about it is, you know, like all these people growing up, uh, the all these jock people in high school that were way into sports and all that. And now I see those same people out in the real world. And, you know, they're they're always doing these fantasy football leagues and talking about their drafts and they got to be on their phones because my draft is coming up and I got to be there. And like, you know, these are the same fucking people that made fun of you for for playing video games or Dungeons and Dragons. I hate to fucking break it to you. It's the exact same fucking it really thing. Is. It really it's the is. the exact Fantasy same thing. Fantasy sports is just jock nerd culture. Yeah. Like, it is so strange to me to, to watch that from the outside. Um, again, I don't begrudge anybody that enjoys it. I, I mean, I get it. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, something about sports just strikes me, like, as... This is going to sound harsh, but I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Just like, just like religion, I think the world would be better without sports. Wow. Hot takes. Hot takes with Doc Manson. Uh, I am a fan of baseball. Um, I grew up a Red Sox fan. I think I had family members. My favorite, rest, favorite baseball player was Spike Owen because his name was Spike Owen. Um, <laughs> As a kid, I loved Don Mattingly. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why, now, but Don Mattingly and Wade Boggs, they yeah. did it for me. Um, you know, we watch uh, Red Sox Wade games. Boggs. We've been... It's a name I haven't thought about in at least 15 years. We, we've we spent a lot of the last week trying to figure out, as people who don't pay for cable, how to watch Red Sox games um, or avoid, you know, MLB TV blackouts, which are so stupid. Uh, we have figured out. The stupidest out... thing about blackouts to me is. That they won't let you pay like a separate service yes. to watch the games in your own market. Yeah. It's the stupidest thing. So the Boston Red Sox are on Nesson. Nesson are some of the most evil people I've ever seen. They are constantly taking their channel off of networks, forcing people to pay more. And some networks are just, you know, saying no. I remember having PlayStation View specifically to be able to watch. Red Sox games, and then they took it off because they said PlayStation View is not willing to pay us what we think we're worth. And so you need to tell PlayStation to, you know, put us back on the air. And I said, no, you need to get a grip. The the Red Sox, I understand, are the only thing you have that makes your network worth watching, but still. Um, So we figured out a way now we can watch replays. We can't watch it live, but Mm. we can watch replays, which, which for us are good enough. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoy baseball. I enjoy, you know, paying attention to what teams are doing, like, uh, the Minnesota twins and such. Oh, yeah. Con- um, continuing here. Yeah. Uh, I recall a couple of weeks ago, someone mentioned being a twins fan. I think it was Nate and they got me thinking I'm in Northern Minnesota. You have besties listening from Louisiana, Oklahoma, Indiana, and even the UK. Hi Glenn. I'm sure there is some type of analytic to know where 
we are all listening from. Is Doc willing to take the short amount of time it will take to look to humor my curiosity? My guess is no, he will not. Well, now that you said that, I I, I feel like I have to spite you. Um, question for the end. What sports did you play growing up and why did you stop playing? And when I am off to baseball practice with the 10-year-old, all the best, Tim. Um, what did I play growing up? I played everything. I played Little League. I played you know baseball after that. I played basketball. I played a little bit of soccer. I played golf. Um, yeah. Anything else? That's about it. Um, I stopped playing all of those things when I realized I was terrible at them all. Um, basketball specifically happened between eighth grade and freshman year of high school because up till eighth grade, I was the tallest kid in my class. I stopped growing. Everybody else continued growing and I was no longer an effective center. So that was the end of my basketball career. <laughs> interesting, interesting. I am looking on our our podcast host. I'm not sure. I don't they know that you show can. us that information anymore. Yeah, they took away some of the analytics. Yeah. You have to upgrade to get listener locations. Yeah, so I used to be able to tell you that, uh, but I don't think I can anymore. I will say, and I don't care that maybe some of these are Japanese robots. The total listens so far, 22,809. And mind you, that's only the total listens since we switched to this host. True. The first 200 episodes of this show, we were on Simplecast. And all those listens didn't transfer. Did not not transfer. True. Just out of curiosity, just to torture myself. The total listens for the joy of booking, 1,712. I'll take it. That's not bad. I'll take it. My total listens on Horde are only 1,208. Uh, I played T-ball wearing my green, you know, our our hometown athletics shirt. and my. Don't, uh, Don't look at the sound scary numbers. It's going to be so high. That's fine. Good. I'm happy. Look at the seven day listens. 148. They want you back. People are still listening to that show. I don't believe it. They're all bots. They want you back. They're all bots. Uh, yeah. I played T-ball with the uh, with the green shirt and my purple and orange figment, the Disney dragon hat. Uh, I played soccer. Uh, then I got to middle school. I didn't play any sports. And then I wrestled in high school. Oh, I did wrestling for a year in high school, but yeah, I didn't do that for very long. I, uh, very prone to nosebleeds. So like every single match I got in, I, I was bleeding from the face and I, I just gave it up. I want to go back in time what? because I remember every year groundhog day, I would go to your hometown for like early February. We would go to your hometown for this weekend wrestling big event like I was probably there one year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I just, I just, I've now found my time travel question. Whenever they say you could go back sure. anywhere, I want to go and I want to like be able to zoom around and find me and then find you. We were definitely not in the same weight class, no. but what, I think, well, I don't know that actually, what did you weigh back in high school? Uh, if you're, I, if you're willing to share, you don't know. Uh, my freshman year. I wrestled in the 189-pound weight class at first, but I wasn't good enough to be varsity. So when Beef Wellington um, couldn't make weight 
at 215, I wrestled at 215 despite weighing 188 pounds. Okay. And then by sophomore year, I wrestled 215 for the rest of. Okay. And then the senior year, I was the asshole. I couldn't (laughs) get down to 215. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, So, yeah, that's that's my delightful story. Um, So, yes, let's see. What else? Where am I here? Let me get back to the email. We did that. We did that. We did that. Tim, thank you for the email. Uh, We can't say, but I can tell you. Well, let's go through the besties who have already told us where they live. Glenn's in the UK. Che's in the UK. Simon's in the UK. Uh, Rachel is here near us. Jeremy's in Louisiana. Nate's in Minnesota. Brandon's in Chicago. Brandon Mack, who doesn't write in as much, but hopefully still listens now and then, is in West Virginia. Um, Who else am I missing? Danielle's in Oklahoma, I think, still. Thanks. So. Um, so yeah, you know, uh, we've got somebody in Maine. Forrest is up in Maine. Let me scroll through here. I think I've covered most of the besties. Jeffrey, I think he either lives on Martha's Vineyard or works out there. I mean, he's from Massachusetts. I know that. Yeah, Brent's in Iowa, a work in progress. Brent's in Iowa. We're we're all over the map, everybody. We're international. Uh, Danielle, speaking of, sends two emails. The first one is called Response. Hello. Slowly working on returning to sending emails on a regular basis now. We love that. Let's see which questions to answer from episode 314, an episode I just completed. Ex-roommate drama. Yes, we were friends for four, almost five years. In August, she stopped adding to the groceries, something we had shared for a year, and started to use the food I provided. It got to the point where any food I bought was immediately hidden in my closet and only brought out when I needed it. She complained that she didn't have rent covered for February. We had rent paid since September all at once and wanted me to pay two thirds rent and she would only cover one third and I would cover the electricity bill. So without any warnings or notices, I moved out in three days at the end of January. On the drama part, she called my cousin and friend of 16 years some ugly names drugged me through social media BS behind my back, and stole items from me. The biggest one is that she withheld my mail from me the last week of January. That included a W-2, free COVID test, etc. Equal sign federal crimes. So, life, yeah, okay. Lifestyle-wise, I struggled with living with an overly party person who partook in things I don't, so that was starting to get to me. Like the time she never warned me that her family was coming over during the holidays and I walked out in a robe to be forced to entertain her younger sister while she walked across to 7-Eleven for breakfast. She wouldn't even cook for her sister. Wow. Next week, I'll continue to update y'all on the drama that was her. There's like a lot. It'd be worth turning into a mini series on the podcast. So my boyfriend, yay for positivity. Mm. He had watched some wrestling years ago and knew of the pop culture influence of Stone Cold, Undertaker, The Rock, etc. We've gotten to watch the Royal Rumble and parts of WrestleMania, and he does enjoy the theatrics of wrestling. He hasn't seen anything of AEW, and neither have I. He's also seen some WCW from 98, interesting year to pick, from time to time. (laughs) And yes, Eric Bischoff annoys him too. Ha ha. For the fair food from the medieval fair from two weekends ago, the lines for the food trucks were ages long. Instead of waiting in line for turkey legs, funnel cakes, root beers, and fried okra, Mm. my boyfriend and I made fried okra? I'd eat it. 
That sounds good. Yeah, you, you always put that in the gumbo. Yeah, My boyfriend yeah. and I made our own fair food once we got home. The fair was a 20-minute walk away, which also saved us on paying for parking. So when we went home, we went over to Walmart and bought groceries to make the delicious food. Okay, that's all I have for this email. The next one will be about Easter egg hunts. Cheers, Danielle. Glad you have a boyfriend. Glad you're away from the uh, seemingly irritating, drama-filled roommate. Um, glad you made your own fair food. That sometimes is fun to be like, I want this from this place. Let me see if I can make it. Uh, she is back with Easter egg hunts. Psst, it's the week of Easter. So this Saturday, my boyfriend Lucas and I, ooh, we got the name. We'll be going on a road trip to the Wichita Mountains Wildlife Refuge and the Holy City of the Wichitas to attend a passion play. Mm. Hey, now. That sounds I passionate. I think that's super religious, so we're probably being really offensive. But Oh, yeah, it is. You're right. <laughs> the play is set in a lookalike Jerusalem <laughs> from biblical times and is the longest running passion play in the States. It's been on my bucket list to tour this city in Oklahoma, as well as going to the passion play. And after spending some time hiking, we will also get to go to the Wichita Mountains Refuge and go on a picnic. I'm excited to take my camera equipment and take nature and wildlife pictures during sunsets and the night of a full moon. A few days ago, I got to have fun with a friend's kids, 12-year-old to 5, and we had an Easter egg hunt at another friend's house in the country. I was tasked with hiding 48 plastic eggs and 24 unicorn eggs. What? I tend to hide eggs a bit sporadically in open fields. Whoa, 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 whoa. I was just going to gloss over that. What the hell is a unicorn egg? No idea. Unicorns wouldn't even have eggs. They would, they would just bear babies, right? They're just, right. I mean, they're basically horses, right? It's a thing. Growing, hatching unicorn eggs. What the hell is a unicorn egg? What does it look like? Uh, an egg that usually has a crack with like a horn sticking out of it. Okay. I'm assuming it's a toy of some kind. Do you fill it with candy like the plastic eggs? No, I think it's more like a squishy. Uh, okay. I tend to hide eggs a bit sporadically in open fields, on cars, on a ladder, under a wheelbarrow, etc. After hunting for an hour or two, there's still two plastic eggs unaccounted for. What are the chances that the lawnmower will find those eggs before any of us or the dogs do? They have jelly beans in them, so they should be okay out in the sun, right? Uh, not if the lawnmower gets them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, so this week's questions. Any fond memories from childhood Easter egg hunts? Have you partaken in an egg hunt recently? Um, no, no recent egg hunts. And we really didn't do egg hunts very much as a kid. In my house, the popular thing... Uh, was an indoor activity, and it was a jelly bean hunt. Oh. There, there were jelly beans hidden around the house in different places, like on a bookshelf, or uh, we used to have like this old desk, which the key that you turn, like the key yep. would be sideways with it sitting there. Um, you know, so like there would be like 30 or 40 of them hidden around the house, and the first thing that you'd do in the morning is you would go looking for, for jelly beans. So the same idea, but... That's clever. You know, didn't have to go outside, because... I was a vampire, baby. We did Easter egg hunts again, going back to my grandmother's trailer, but in the house. So I would get up and walk around and like on the, you know, the the wall molding, there'd be an Easter egg there or there'd mm. be one like 
on the, you know, on the sink in the bathroom or you'd open up the fridge and there'd be one in the butter dish or so <laughs> that was fun. Um, I don't recall going to outdoor Easter egg hunt senior year of high school. We did a pancake breakfast, um, some sort of community thing. And I got asked to be the Easter bunny. So I put the costume on and waved to traffic and then went in and took pictures with kids, which I learned quite, quite quickly that they can't see what face you make. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, and no, I have not partaken in an egg hunt recently at all. Uh, What are your favorite springtime slash Easter sweets and treats? My top fave is Robin's eggs. I am not a fan of peeps or Pez. I've never considered Pez an Easter sweet. Nor I. Um, and Pez is a is a Connecticut thing. I think aren't they? They're they're founded in Connecticut. I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always liked Pez. I like Pez quite a bit. Um, they were I fun. Growing see, up. I could see you starting a collection of just interesting Pez dispensers. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I don't really like collecting things. At I know, all, but, but I just like. Yeah, I, I could see it. I could see it. Like um, I, I could see you being like someone that's like not you don't want to collect all of them, but just like the really, you know, like if there's a, you know, Slimer. I want the 1988 Marsh- Garfield original yeah. Pez. Yeah. yeah. If there's a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man Pez dispenser, you're going to want that. Yeah. You know, I don't think I've ever had Robin's eggs. Me either. Are those yeah, I, the malted milk ball ones? Oh, I think they are. Yeah. I don't like malt balls. I the the local Connecticut big candy company, their malted milk balls, amazing. I just ate a bag that my wife bought for some again fundraiser. She bought me a bag, and in like a four day period, it was gone. I don't like any other kind. Whoppers get out. Mrs. Like, Manson likes malted um, things, but yeah, never got never got into it. Um, yeah. My favorite uh, treats are probably Cadbury mini eggs. Of course. It's the only answer. Yeah. Uh, we have we have been getting into the Russell Stover's like chocolate marshmallow eggs. We tend to have those in the freezer, which are nice. But yeah, Cadbury mini eggs got to be the best. I also um, always, as a kid, I enjoyed the um, the Easter themed sweet, sweet tarts. Um, the, the, the bunny shapes and the duck shapes and what was the other shape? Bunnies, ducks, and or bunnies, chicks, and. Oh yeah. It probably was bunnies, chicks, and ducks. Okay. Maybe that was it. Yeah. Those were always good. They were larger than your normal sweet tart, you know? So you got more of an intense flavor. Now in recent years, I don't know if they've gone back, but though they used to be big, those sweet tarts used to be big. But more recently, they started selling them as like these little mini versions. I don't like them as much. I like the old style ones that were big. And maybe they've gone back to those because I haven't had them in a few years now. But Uh, I once a year, I want a Cadbury egg, the full size. Yes. Cream in the middle. But I haven't had one this year and I don't know if I had one last year. I just want one. Yeah. I don't want a lot of them. I I used to love the Cadbury mini eggs. I'd look forward to them year round, but I don't think I've had them in a f- couple years now. Um, and see the, th- it coincided with them making them available year round. 
Like they, they have like versions for all the holidays now. They're always in the store. And yeah. now I do not feel inclined to ever buy them. It used to be when they came around for Easter, I was like, I'm getting myself some mini eggs. So but now perhaps, that I can have them anytime, I, I just don't buy so them. So perhaps we don't want the Shamrock Shake available 12 months a year because then it won't be special anymore. Perhaps, perhaps. Although I will say I, I, uh, I looked up some copycat recipes. I already am thinking about getting some mint extract and vanilla ice cream. And some green food dye because, well, because I can. I'm an adult sure. now, and I decide what I do. If I want to fill the living room with a, make it a ball pit, I can. I was gonna, I thought you were going to fill the living room with shamrock shake. Well, I could do that, too. Uh, yeah. Uh, I haven't had a peep in a while, and I don't miss it. Uh, that's all terrible. I have for now. Thanks for being who you guys are. Hashtag find your happy. Cheers, Danielle. Our final email. Thank you, Danielle. Love hearing from you. Hope to hear from you regularly. Uh, we're staying on the topic. Mrs. Manson, our final email of the evening. Chicks and bunnies. Dear Doc and DC, I forgot I read these. A little <laughs> Easter humor to help you get to a baker's dozen. Why did the rabbit cross the road? You can read the punchline, but. Because, because it, was it was the chicken's day off. Bad, I know, but laughter is the best medicine. Hope you're feeling better, DC. I am. Thank you. And may the besties and any other listeners who by default are besties, right? Have a happy Easter weekend. Chat. Oh, ha, Haug? Haug? Sure. You're, you have to know this. I do not have to know this. Haug, Passover, and happy Seder. Or just have a nice weekend. Peace, love, and jelly beans, Mrs. M. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for the emails. Yes. To Mrs. Manson, Danielle, Tim, Glenn, Nate, Banks, Che, and Rachel, thank you so very much. I'd like to point out, I can't, I don't listen to many other wrestling podcasts. In fact, the only other one I listen to regularly is Piece of Business. Uh, but of our nine emails, technically, of the eight people who emailed, three of them are female. I got to think that's a pretty good ratio for, for a wrestling podcast. Probably, but that's just me, Doc. It's time we've waited long enough. Gimme, 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 gimme your piece of positivity. I don't know. <laughs> you should have held on to nod. Yeah, probably. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's nice that it's finally warming up outside. Been doing a little bit of yard work. You know, did some edging, some trim around the, the trees in the front, and bought some mulch and got you that. Started redone. mowing the lawn yet? Nah, too early for that. I'm um, still trying to trying to grow some grass seed out there. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't like my my week this week has been a weird week. Honestly, like uh, I'm I'm suddenly busy with work. Right. And I'm trying to finish this textbook thing and birthdays are coming up and it's Easter this weekend. And I haven't shared this yet, but like my father went to the hospital this week. Oh, um, no. So it's been a weird week. Um, a lot on my mind, I guess. And. Yeah, I don't know. I, mostly just staying busy, I guess is good you know to beat the monotony of life so i, I don't know uh, um how Heart much problems how much okay yeah i don't know he had, he passed out um because 
he can't get his breath. Clearly, there's a heart issue of some kind. They don't really know exactly what's going on. He's been in the hospital for three days, and he's okay. still getting more tests and stuff. He's going for a, into the cath lab tomorrow. So they think it's probably something to do with the coronary arteries. The scans didn't really show anything, so we don't really know. But okay, yeah, it's whatever at this point, right. you know. Well, it goes without saying anything you need. Just ask. Anything? You did talk about edging earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. I don't know. So, I don't know. It's just been a weird week, I'd say. I suppose that makes total sense. Um, yeah, it has been nice. Like, again, we, you know, part of the reason we went outside for 25 minutes was so I could stand up and not be in pain. But also, <laughs> You know, these, nice these these children have dealt with cold, cold temperatures and to be able to go outside and they always ask, you know, do we have to wear jackets? And I say no. And they're like, do we have to wear long sleeves? And most of the time I say yes. And today I just went, nah. And they thought it was Christmas and their birthdays all rolled into one. And they're sprinting around up the hill, down the hill, running around. Um, so that was fun to see. Uh, I And, you know, going off of that, I don't got to go back to work till the 25th. Um, That's lovely. I'm seeing my parents on Saturday for a, you know, collective birthday thing. Um, uh, to, Cause I know everyone enjoys my stories where I am the punchline. Um, I ordered my mom a gift card for a craft place. She really wanted. I ordered it on April 2nd and I got an email and it said, all right, we got your order. Uh, click here for your status. And I click here for the status of the order. And it says, your order is shipping. It's on its way. I was like, great. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm checking the mail and I'm checking the mail and I'm checking the mail and it doesn't show up. And so now it's been like 10 days. I'm seeing my mom on Saturday. I'm starting to freak out. I checked the email today. I don't have it. I am in my head driving back from the mailbox, writing a incredibly tersely worded email. Uh, and then I open, you know, I'm like, where's that email address? And I open up Gmail on my phone and I find the email and I look, open it up and I go, oh, where is where? Oh, there's a button called print the gift card. Ah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Now, thankfully I didn't send the email because <laughs> I've done that before too, oh, okay. where I've sent an incredibly nasty email because I'm a dick <laughs> and, uh, and then, and then, you know, they're like, well, you could do this and I have to then you know <laughs> apologize and never shop there again yeah yeah never never again yeah definitely oh yeah um but yeah going on vacation seeing family uh probably seeing other family just not having to be in the monotony of life i'm telling you nate you want to break the monotony of life become a teacher not only is the schedule pretty nice so it allows you to do other things but you never know what you're going to get in a given day so you're the only person i think i've ever heard recommend the career of teaching to anyone there are elements to it that suck i won't deny that but i not only do i control my little fiefdom i have 14 serfs <laughs> who, who toil when i tell them to toil and celebrate when i tell them to celebrate um so I get to be in control of that as someone who was in drama and improv, I am performing daily. So I, I scratch that itch 
and I work 188 days a year. That's pretty sweet. So if you get to a certain point where you don't need to bring work home anymore because everything you know what you're doing. I'm lucky in that I have taught the same grade level for going on now 15 years. I know what I'm doing. So it is rare that I have to bring something home to do. Could so could tomorrow could they be like next year you're oh, teaching yeah. this class and oh, you're yeah. gonna change the now, grade. Now, technically, I have some ability to say I'd really prefer not. And since I'm pretty high up the totem pole, well, like, let's say you got some... like a brand new administration, like superintendent and all that. And they oh, were yeah. just like, no, fuck you. You're doing this because we don't like your face. They could they could tell me that is the easiest way because I have tenure, okay. which means it is very difficult for them to get rid of me unless what they choose to do is continually make me do things that I don't want to do. So I leave of my own accord. Right, 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 right. So they could say, I'm, I'm certified to teach kindergarten through grade six. They could say you're moving to the middle school. Uh, in which case I'd probably try to find a new job somewhere else. Cause I hate our middle school. Um, and, or they'd say, you're going to teach kindergarten. But again, there are some things I could do to be like, I think you should have someone lower than me on the totem pole do that. But, if the superintendent was like, no, this is happening, they technically have the ability to make me work anywhere. Why do you think that hasn't happened over the course of your career? Like, I, I have to imagine at one point you were, you know, young and fresh faced and you weren't the senior person on, on the sure. pole. So why didn't at some point they That's say, a great question. yeah, um, I came in at an interesting time where there was a large group of people uh, who were within five to seven years of retirement. So when I started working, the two other people that taught the grade that I taught were winding down their careers. And so one of them got moved, not me, because they wanted her out. And they thought that if they said, oh, you've been teaching um, this grade for a while, now go teach kindergarten. Oh, that didn't get you out. Now go teach fourth grade. And she being the stubborn, delightful person that she was, just went and did it. Huh. Um, but within 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 eight to ten years, if not earlier, I, I was the only person in the building who had taught second grade. And, and so then it's institutional memory. So you want someone who has some idea. So now I have a new team. Right place, right time, in other words. Yeah. Now I have a new team who I'm the person they're going to, like, what do we normally do with this unit? And I'm like, well, this is what we did. And then those things start to change. Um, I also think I'm, I've only ever had one other male classroom teacher in the building. Um, I'm kind of smack dab in the middle of the grade levels. I, you know, it's just. There's a lot of people that said that who have tend to stick, but then again, now that I think about it, a lot of people have moved. So I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I think I right place, right time, and just nobody's asked. Apparently, we do have a new principal, and she does want to find out if any of us are interested in switching grades. But I'm very happy where I am. So cool. But but yeah. So that's it. I'm excited to be on vacation. I'm excited that I just kind of pushed myself up in the chair and didn't feel any pain. That was a nice feeling. I didn't see a wince. I didn't hear no, any groans. I've been, I've been good this whole time. Yeah. So I'm very, very happy. Uh, 
I will, I will end this podcast. I will use the bathroom. That will not hurt. That has not been the case in the last two or three days. When the muscles in your abdomen make urination painful, that's, you know, lovely. That's a fun time. Yeah. Um, anywho, on that happy note, Doc Manson, <laughs> anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that good night? Well, if you'd like to have your thoughts read on the air, you can do so by sending an email to podcast at ddtwrestling.com. You can listen to our entire back catalog of episodes by going to your podcast repository of choice and typing in the name of this show, which, of course, is DDT Wrestling. Yep. And finally, if you like what you've heard, and how could you, head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT Wrestling to send us a little bit of financial support to DC and Doc and help us keep the lights on and the podcast train chug a luggin. By this time next week, Elon Musk could own Twitter, everybody. Uh, uh, he, <laughs> he is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am, of course, Durango Canyon at the DC Matthews. Thank you for joining us on what I believe is episode 316. Correct? No? Yeah. 317? 16. 16. Stunner. Oh, yeah. Uh, until we meet again, my friends, won't you be our besties? You know, if we were more clever, this would have been an entire tribute episode. Uh, to the rattlesnake. Yeah. Or to Gilbert Gottfried. Rest in peace. Oh, yeah.